Do your neighbors judge you when you run around like a madman to the mailbox? Are you spending the last of your paycheck on a book of stamps? Do you find yourself printing form letters at 3 o'clock in the morning? Well, welcome to Autographers Anonymous. Welcome to Autographers Anonymous, a place where we discuss our addiction to the greatest hobby in the world. Let's go around the room. My name is Troy Rudder, and the post office says that I have the best State of the Union address. <laughs> My name is Ben Martinez, and I'm addicted to SpongeBob SquarePants, even during the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, poor guy. And my name is Zane Savage, and my nipples look like milk duds. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we're going to move on from that. As you can see, we're a little short-handed this week, but uh, thank you for Ben, to Ben, for filling in here and uh, making us uh, have a full threesome on the podcast. So enjoy that. Um, before we get started, I do want to promote a new segment um, that we're going to have every week. And that is called Fanatic Feedback. Uh, we found out that the website is by far the best way to reach you guys. And you did great on the giveaway this uh, this episode. So uh, Fanatic Feedback is basically a place where you can ask the show questions. And we'll set a segment aside each show to answer those questions. So if you have any questions you want to ask us, get your butts over uh, to autographersanonymous.com. If you don't want to type all that in, graphersaa.com. And uh, just hit fanatic feedback. It's on the right there. Um, let's start with the new returns, which will be significantly shorter without <laughs> Mike. But uh, go ahead, Troy. All right. Uh, got a few returns in, including a couple long ones for the Hail Marys, I guess. So first we have a two of two return from my favorite, 1991 Don Russ, Mr. Don Carmen. Oop, there we go. Signed two of two in 529 days. Wow. And he wrote a little letter too, which was kind of cool. So uh, we got those. Next we have Dave Hansen, who also signed two of two. Again, 1991 Don Russ. There we go. That's right a there. So <laughs> uh, he was actually 620 days. Mr. Dave Hansen. These all came in through my old, old P.O. box. Sounds like the uh, post guy, uh, your your um, <laughs> your mailman decided to stop stealing mail and start giving it back. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> they, they actually wrote on the thing that box closed, but I have a good relationship with the guy, and he kind of saved it. So I always uh, pays to be on a good terms with your uh, mailman yeah. and post office. Just, that's a good well, my, uh My post office in California, I think I mentioned this, was I, uh, both... Denzel Washington and oh, the guy from Criminal Minds, Joe Mantegna is on the backdrop back there, and uh, a few other people. They all have PO boxes there, so that's cool. Yeah, and then I got actually two different returns from uh, Cardinals. I think it was spring training, and he's now on the Diamondbacks, Mister Luke Weaver. So those came in. I really like the. Uh, the Ginter one, or no, that's that one. No, those aren't Ginters. Those are gallery. Like Ginters. Gallery. Yeah, top yeah. gallery. gallery. I like this. I like the that one. And then he also signed. <laughs> so, yes, I actually bought some Tops Holiday last year. So, here's the sparkly one. And so they both came in at the same time, which, you know, people say, oh, don't send at the same time. Don't send the same person twice in a year. If they sign, I don't think people care. I don't really don't think they care. It's like they both came back. So as long as you don't send like six or eight. Yeah. Or right. You're not noticeable and not, not a noticeable amount. Plus so he's he was switching stay. teams. So probably just clearing out his mail. Yeah. But uh, also got two of two from Paul DeYoung. DeJong, however you say it. Uh, 231 days. Well, I didn't think you could sign where it looks like an auto pen, but I think you can. That proves <laughs> it right there. What? I mean, he just signs very slowly and methodically, kind of like an auto. Yeah. It is kind of, yeah. It's weird. And then two more here. Uh, Steven Souza. Sorry. I don't have how long this one took. You're writing to people. You can't even pronounce their name. Shh, don't Come tell on, my secret. Man. Don't tell my Shame. secret. 
<laughs> Henry usually uh, corrects me. And then uh, Donnie DeWeese, uh, one one in 362 days via the Northwest Arkansas Naturals. Oh, that's a Chrome card. Did you know you can actually prep cards? You know, I read that somewhere. Oh, well. Yeah. Now, now but, you know. But this is this one, I'm not a big prepper, and this one still, he signed it pretty well there. Um, I also had a couple purchases to fill in on my 91 Don Russ, um, just because I sent out, I think each one of these people I've sent out two or three times and haven't gotten anything. So got a Lance Parrish MVP. And a, who's that? Danny Darwin MVP. And Greg Colbrun, just regular rated rookie, it looks like. There. So in addition to that, today, 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 I got, oh, that's going to throw off my camera. Ooh, look at that. White balance, baby. Um, <laughs> uh, autograph of the month club, and I have not opened this yet. So we're doing this live. Well, for the user words to yourself, we want to be so, a kids friendly podcast. So this is an actual, a good opportunity to tell everybody that if you're listening to this on iTunes, we do record the shows live on YouTube. So if you want to see us do this live, um, just keep an eye out for the alerts. Go to Autographers Anonymous on YouTube and subscribe and make sure you hit the alarm bell so you're notified every time uh, yep. the live stream starts. So I have no idea who this is. <laughs> I didn't know who last month's was either. <laughs> if we can help you out. So you take it out of the thing and you get another envelope. Oh, the envelope, please. They do package these really well. Oh, yeah. You should have pre-prepped this. Like, I forgot... <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the things the number one thing on YouTube not to do is like I'm gonna open this live. This is great video. Okay. Open live. So you guys are gonna see it before I do. Okay. Is it upside down? Oh, oh dude, Marvel. It has a thing on it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who is it? Luke Cage. Uh, Luke Cage. Who is it? It's Luke Cage. Mick? Yeah, the guy who plays Luke Mick? Cage. Mick? That's pretty Holter. sweet. Mick Coulter is an American actor best known for his roles as Lemon Bishop in the TV series The Good Wife and Luke Cage in Marvel's Luke Cage, The Defenders, and Jessica Jones. So that is that is February's Autograph of the Month Club uh, standard autograph right there. How much did you uh, pay for the uh, membership? Um, let's see. I think it was like 50, 50 something. I don't know. I didn't have that prep since we talked about it in the other video. So, okay. Um, but their shipping, their shipping is actually going up just because all prices went up. Yeah. It's three fifty in the U S for in addition to that. So with that autograph of the month, you actually pay a subscription for the autographs, but then the shipping is kind of separate. And so they combine it together, huh. but Sounds um, convoluted, but they get some cool stuff. I mean, Luke yeah. Roy's sweet signature. Anything yeah. Marvel sells. So, so that is February's update, and that is pretty much all I got for this week. So, all right, Benny boy, what'd you get? Zero. Oh, really? Yeah. I also I got zero. Oh, there you go. Chris Novoselic last show. If I didn't, um, I got Chris Novoselic on my little puny. Uh, cards that i thought would work but didn't so um i don't remember if i mentioned that last show but now you know um let's move on to our topic and we got a big old fat phat topic because we don't have mike here to fill in all the time with all the returns so we got to fill it up with uh, actual conversing about autographs let's see how this goes um we're going to talk about the future of autograph collecting. And I think we actually talked about this on autograph weekly back in the day. Maybe it was even like, um, one of the pre, uh, or post autograph weekly shows. It was like the bi-weekly show we did on YouTube, but, uh, we're going to go into it in depth. Um, so the future of autograph collecting, a lot of people obviously think it's going digital. Um, I see it almost as 
the same problem you have with like music where there's obviously going to be people that just download their music from here on out. They're not going to own any physical media because it's a burden and takes up space. But then you're also going to have uh, a pretty large chunk of people who enjoy having that physical media in their hand and um, are nostalgic for, for it. And it's, uh, it's got a, it gives you a good feeling when you can pick something up and actually know that like a celebrity celebrity touched it. People have that same relationship with physical media when it comes to DVDs, uh, DVDs, 2000, um, no, Blu-rays and uh, physical media. What do you guys think? I think it's kind of a good comparison how uh, things are kind of phasing out on the autograph end. And I think actually autographs, I think down the line will be rarer because people won't ask for them as much and maybe worth more. We'll see. I don't know. Hmm. Kind of a philosophy. Yeah. You know, I, I've seen this question comes up about every two years or something like, is this going to be the year that it's the death of the autograph and the rise of the selfie? And um, I still think autographs will be around for a long time. There's still uh, a lot of money for the celebrities to be made. You know, um, the start, uh, the star of Arrow, for example, um, he makes more on conventions than he does actually on the show. You know, he had an article in USA Today a year or so ago about that. And, you know, things do change. And selfies, where you used to be able to go to a convention and find, uh, get something signed, and they said, oh, yeah, take a selfie in addition to. I mean, right. now you're seeing the, the right, especially in the last year or two of the yeah the autograph is <laughs> 60 dollars ah! yep. and but and if you want a selfie that's only 20 so they're they're catching on to the self charge for the selfies and so whether that pays any value to whether it's going to go one way or another i'm not sure but i really think that autograph collecting um especially when you look at youtube and instagram lately like i see I see more collectors out there now rather than selfie collectors because you're still very limited by your geographical region and your amount of money you can spend to go out to places unless so you live in a Chicago or a LA. So I think autograph collecting is going to stay around a long time. Um, and just because it's there's so much more social media around it and there's so many collectors still getting started. Like I get, I get emails almost every day about people that are just starting TTMing and yeah, I, I mean, there are people who will just do selfies, but that when you compare the prices, I think selfies are going to be more expensive than collecting autographs. Uh, well, here's the thing. If you think about it back in like the twenties and thirties, when autograph collecting really hit its boom with autograph books and stuff like that, uh, it was something the general public did. It was something that if you had a fair come to town, for instance, uh, the world's tallest man, I think his name was Robert Wadlow. He would come to the fairs around my area and several people met him and got his autograph and autograph books and things like that. It's just what you did when you met a celebrity. Uh, they didn't have phones back then. And I think what I'm talking about is the everyday person that's not a collector, but you know, wants to collect something from uh, a meeting with a celebrity is going to go to the photo almost every time. Now they don't go to the autograph. Um, mm -hmm. it takes a certain kind of person, um, uh, that's a collector to do the autograph now. And that's what I'm talking about. The sea change, obviously, like I said, there's people that love vinyl there's people that love VHS for some ungodly reason. Um, so there's always going to be a crowd for autograph collecting and it, it, you know, it could have a giant healthy fan base. But my point is, you know, if I think of the average Joe Schmo, the average guy, the average girl, they're going to go for the photo. Now it's, it's mm -hmm. definitely converted to the photo. Now that we have phones. I, I agree. I think it's also just an age thing too. Um, younger people probably go for the photo because that's what kind of they want to do. They want to share it on social media show off show off basically like on instagram like hey look i met this person um but like older people definitely want the autograph to prove people like even maybe some people prefer personalized just for like say hey 
um, I met this person and look, they dedicated this to me, you know, this autograph. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I think it's, it, I, I think my opinion is kind of a combination of both of you. I think it just like, it's definitely, there's people that it's suited for and not suited for kind of like vinyl versus uh, digital. Um, but also I think it's going to be around because it makes enough money. Like a PSA makes huge <laughs> money every year that get, you know, just cause people want to know what they, you know, if it's real or not. So I think um, that's another market though. That's his, a lot of the stuff they yeah. do is history. Um, they obviously do do um, signings where they're present uh, for the signing. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, that brings us actually to the, the to our first topic is celebrities charging and how this change is going to affect celebrities charging for their autograph. Cause right now, in the last, like Troy said, in the last several years, you see people basing their entire income once they're done with the business. And sometimes when they're still in the business, basing the majority of their income on autograph collecting and conventions. And that comes with some uh, money from photos too. Um, but as, um, as this progresses more toward photos, I feel the general public going toward photos do you think that's going to increase the price of an autograph or will it become like Troy said, you know, they're charging 60 for an autograph and 20 for a photo. Majority of people went for the photo. If people stop asking for the autograph as much, they're going to be like, yeah, if you want an autograph, it's 20 bucks and the photo is going to be 60. Cause then I can share that. I think it's going to swing the other way. I think uh, one of the, this doesn't really answer your specific question, but when I was at uh, Gallifrey convention a couple of years ago and uh, John Hurt was there right before he passed away, they actually had, if I remember this right, because one of the pet peeves of, of mine is, you know, I'm not going to stand in line for an hour and a half, two hours for an autograph, even unless it's someone I really want. And so the reason the line's that long is because of the people who only want a selfie or only want to say hi. Right. That type of thing. And so they actually, if I remember right, they actually had two different lines, one for people who had bought the photo at the table and wanted the autograph. And then another time was for the selfies and everything. And I think that would be a smart move for the conventions to start doing just to move people through, exchange the money faster and stuff like that. But whether it'll up the price of an autograph, um, Oh, that's such a rarity, I guess. That would yeah. be the only yeah. But uh, using your your conventional wisdom of it maybe wouldn't be wanted as much as a photo. Uh, you know, supply and demand. If it's not in demand, then the price would go down. Right. Yeah. yeah I, go, ahead. go ahead. Sorry. It's also a resellable commodity. So you got to think about it that way. You can't sell a selfie after right. you get it but you can sell an autograph. So uh, that also comes into play. Uh, maybe they'll meet in the middle where it'd be the same price. Yeah, I was going to say that they're probably going to meet in the middle same place because I think I I don't know where I saw it, but it's just like it was like a convention. It was like autographs 40, selfies 40. Mm -hmm. So I think they might meet in the middle just to, I don't know, appease people or make indecisive people to choose one or the other. Just like, hey, selfie or autograph? I only got 40 bucks. And kick pocket. out the people who just want to say hi. So, Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I you also got to think um, when it comes to some of the digital stuff. Uh, right now, we're seeing a lot of different companies start up a cameo, where you can get a, a video from your favorite person sent to you, saying pretty much whatever you want, as long as it's not you know naughty. Um, and that's almost like instant gratification for a uh, interaction with a celebrity. So you hit a button, pay some money, and you get an interaction with a celebrity. I feel like that is going to be the future. Maybe not totally video form. It could, you know, may catch on more in the photo realm. Um, well, I don't know how that would work. I guess it'd have to be video because I have to talk. If it's photo, it'd be just Photoshop anything on there and it wouldn't be from the celebrity. But <laughs> right. uh, you go ahead and talk about that a little bit, Troy. Um, yeah, I don't really know where I'd go with that per se. I've been trying to think of uh, like when I went to VidCon the last two years and they have the, the lines up and I kind of agree with you guys, you know, whenever you had 
someone who wanted an autograph, like I wanted an autograph from Hank and John Green, the vlog, vlog brothers, but these lines, no one, when they said they were signing autographs and not doing selfies, everybody was like, I don't have anything. What do I do? Cause they were all there for the selfies, you know? But uh, I don't know if I, if I, it's definitely going to be something that so. people have to get used to. And like, since so many people are basing their income on it now, um, I think it's a shift that they need to prepare for. I think everybody's sitting high in their hog, uh, taking in the money now, thinking, oh, this is going to be great. This is something we can do until the end of time. And, you know, things are going to change up and you're going to have to adapt with the times. And I think it won't just be more convenient for the consumer. It might be more convenient for the celebrity. You know, they could sit at home and crank out several videos mm -hmm. um, and they don't even have to go to a convention and sit there all day, you know? Right. That's, that's a big dedication to sit in. I mean, even as like a, a seller, you know, I sell autographs and I do fabric fobs to sit in a booth and sell something all day. You know, I have to weigh that. I'm like, is it worth my time? Now you, you give something to a celebrity to do on whenever they want. Mm -hmm. That's pretty, that's pretty appealing. Yeah. Another yeah. thing that comes into play was like, uh, I won't mention the name, but in the news today, there's a, a pretty big convention goer. A voiceover artist <laughs> that uh, is in trouble because a lot of the videos and photos of him at convention have surfaced uh, hugging and of uh, people people of all ages, and he's kind of getting a backlash. He was actually dropped from. I mean, there's there's a lot of back history to it, but you know, going to conventions and doing selfies like that, and you never have real proof that's well someone asked me to do that in this photo and so i think doing it from your home on cameo or something it it's a lot safer and you're not going to be the celebrity isn't going to be exposed to lawsuits that's like this other section that you have to kind of think about with with selfies yeah i think yeah. we're seeing that in a lot of parts of our society too the disconnect between uh people you know social networks kind of take away phone calls and stuff like that so um, you see the slowly wiping away of personal connections and broadening it to digital connections. Mm -hmm. um, so I see that trend just going the same way. Um, you um, mentioned it. Uh, somebody brought up signed virtual photos. Was that you, Troy? I think Ben was talking about Ben. That. Ben, yeah, signed mm -hmm. virtual photos. Do you want to talk mm -hmm. a little bit about what those are? And uh, that's another unique like mixing of the two. Yeah, so what those are, I see some people um, get people IP and you know to take a selfie, and then on Snapchat, you know, because you can save stuff on Snapchat, you can um, have them just you know like put their autograph on using like a little, you know, just have them draw on your phone essentially, and then look, you got a signed photo with them essentially instantly like that. So mm -hmm. you don't have to go to a Costco or a Walgreens to develop it, and then get them to sign it. You can just have it, take the selfie. All right, you got five extra seconds you know, scribble your autograph on it. And look, I got a signed selfie. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think that's yeah. probably like one of those things. It's just, um, there for the, for the middle of the conversion, in my opinion, it's something to, to help out each side. Um, I know baseball does that through the MLB. Mm. I think they had a program that did that for a while. I forget what it was called. Uh, but you could have a player sign a digital photo to you, um, on his, on his iPad or whatever. Um, so that, I think that's one of those middlemen. What do you think, Troy? Yeah, the digital photos. I just, um, there was an app that came out like two or three years ago and it just kind of tanked. So I'm not a big fan and it, it is, I haven't seen that many of them. So I don't really have an opinion on them. I've never, yeah, heard. it's one of those things you like, it's either, or like you're either a digital guy yeah. or you're either an autograph guy. It's hard, hard to capture that middle market. You know, you definitely get more. Um, kind of what you're touching on with social media. If you, if you post a photo of you with someone, you get a more instant likes, I guess, you know, yeah. from friends and stuff. And that's what, that's what keeps people on the platform is that instant gratification of, Oh, there's another, like, there's another, like, you know? And so, um, yeah, the, the autograph apps or using Snapchat, I, I never thought of using the Snapchat for that. I, I'm not a fan, but. And I haven't seen that many of them like posted. So maybe I'm in the wrong age demographic. So um, <laughs> the, 
to round this uh, topic up, where do you guys think we'll be in 20 years? Where do you think the uh, the hobby will be at? And uh, what do you think will be dominant? Go ahead, Troy. Um, 20 years. Wow. Uh, I think Betty White will still be signing autographs. Um, no. <laughs> 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 um, I think it's, in all honesty, you know, I've, I've been kind of proclaiming the use of old TTMs and autographs, but in all honesty, I think we are moving to the selfies, um, both in terms of technology and as well as uh, something we've talked about here before, copyright claims on printing photos and stuff like that. I think it's only going to get worse, um, people being sued for printing out a photo. So I, I really think that we are going toward a more digital autograph, but there will always be uh, people who have you know a slip of paper or go to cons. And I think that might make people more conscious of what they're collecting rather than and and massive autograph collection you know kind of focus their collection a little more that's so you're saying it'll be the vinyl of today yeah yeah I yeah think. yeah i kind of agree um basically i think there's there's always going to be a market for autographs anything there'll be, be a market for anything as long as it makes money so because money is king so um but yeah it'll definitely go more digital um with the selfies for sure especially my age group for sure i doubt anyone my age group cares about autographs but um the uh what i was going to say is just the market um it'll be like vinyl uh because vinyl is a billion dollar industry it just came back to being a billion dollar industry just because the nostalgia factor a nostalgia thing could be too just like hey um, I see a lot of 90s nostalgia coming back now for kids our age, basically. Uh, I'm 27, if you don't know. Um, so, uh, and that's making a huge amount of money. Like Blink 182, for example, wasn't relevant for, but now they are again. So, um, so it, as long as there's a nostalgia factor and people, let's say, I don't know, some singer goes away for 20 years, but then they come back, oh, people want their autographs just for the nostalgia purposes. So, um, or but the, the photo aspect will still be there, but um, I think nostalgia and as long as there's money involved, it'll still be around. So, all right, I think that uh, covers that topic. We're going to go ahead and move on, and uh, we're going to move on to the TTM tool review. Gore! And Troy's got <laughs> the best named uh, segment on our show, in my opinion. It's sarcasm. Um, so we're going to go to Troy with this one who has his spring training list, which some of you guys may not know about and a little tool he picked up at Walmart. I think it was Walmart, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, they have it everywhere, but Walmart, it was the 688 or some weird thing like they normally do. So, uh, first I want to tell people about the TTM hot list that I put together last spring training for people who do spring training TTMs. I put it together. I think it was last, uh, July after spring training was over, maybe a little, maybe June. And what I did was I went through every hashtag TTM success on Instagram and marked down every player that appeared on there, what color ink they signed in, whether they inscribed it with your name, whether they put a Bible verse on it, whether they put their jersey number on it and kind of tallied all those up over the season and put together the, the top signers from each team. And I don't really have a graphic to show you for that, but it's at uh, my website, ttmautograph.com slash hotlist. And it's been downloaded like 2,000 times. So if you want a head start on spring training, uh, you should probably start prepping now. And that will definitely give you a chance to find out who the top signers were. And I was very surprised that last year it was not uh, Pat Nishak, who is the collector's collector. It was actually... Uh, I think number one was Danny Duffy of the Royals was the number one I saw. So that was kind of interesting. But um, so the the tool I have is actually right here. Let me show it here. And you guys are going to think this is incredibly simple. <laughs> Let's see. There we go. So basically what it is, it's a shoe sorter from Walmart. And what I do when I do spring training is um, I learned a few years ago that if you only concentrate on the players you really like, 
your returns are going to be a lot less. So <laughs> I tend to send out everything I have for a team. And so I'll pick maybe two or three teams to do a week. And what I'll do is I'll actually fill them out and write the letters, get everything addressed. And I'll take all the TTMs from one team and I'll put the first TTM or envelope in the top and the second in the bottom, the third, and I'll go all the way down. And if I need to uh, go back up, I start again. And then I'll do that for the next team. And so on Monday, let's say, I'd take the TTMs from that first bin, send those off. And then maybe on Wednesday, I'll send the next ones. And then on Friday, I'll send the next ones. And so the Monday ones, we get there about on a Wednesday and the Wednesday ones on a Friday and the Friday ones on a Monday. And to me, it just kind of spaces them out. So you're not flooding an office because I'm always worried that if someone sees 20 envelopes in the same handwriting and the same pen that they're going to say, what is this guy doing? And so I try to space them out a little. And so this is how I sort for spring training um, when I do by team. And that way it just kind of space them out, spaces them out a little bit. And so um, it's a lot easier. And that top one that I have, why that has so many is uh, it also has my hockey ones that I'm ready to send out. And those aren't really baseball, but I want to send those out the first day I do spring training. So, yeah. And you could use that for several different things, supplies mm -hmm. uh, along with your envelopes, uh, just envelopes in general. If you send multiple kinds, like some people send eight by tens and stuff like that. So uh, that could really come in handy, uh, especially those, if you have closet. Yeah, those products. are my lights there next to it. So Yeah, your light <laughs> setup. <laughs> fancy but, man, got fancy light mm, setup. But I've, I've used this for years, and um, it's never really failed. It's so simple, and you don't have to buy one of those big mail sorters from, you know, Staples or Home Office Depot or something that are 60 bucks. This is like $6, and so this is what I use, and so, yeah. You can give it a shot. It's a nice little tip. Uh, nice little TTM tool review. Um, go. We're going to move on to our giveaway, and holy smokes, you <laughs> guys did it. You guys had 10 entries. I begged you last show. I was like, for the love of God, we're giving away free stuff. Please enter. So we set up the giveaway on our website, and uh, you guys did. You guys did 10 entries this time, um, and we picked a winner. So uh, I think Ben was on here when I picked the winner, and the winner yes. is Mike Simon. So congratulations, Mike, up in Canada. Um, you will be getting. I'm, I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that it's in Canada because Stacy's going to have to ship eight by tens to Canada, so that'll, that'll be enjoyable. Um, so um, I I uh, am giving away this uh, Selena's Lev, Levna, whatever she's on orders new black, and then uh, Ed McMahon. Uh, certified auto so those will be going up to you mike and canada and uh stacy will get those eight by tens out to you also i'll make him i promise um and uh thank you for entering um all 10 of you so hopefully we can keep that uh that momentum going toward this week um that's but, really awesome uh, I want to uh, go around the room and ask, uh, what are you guys' best TTM slash IP experiences? Let's go with uh, Ben because you've IP'd a ton. So you'll have IP'd a ton. <laughs> yeah. uh, you go ahead and go first, Ben. I've never heard that before, ever. <laughs> no. Um, no, um, I guess I, I don't really have like a favorite story, I guess. Um, but I just have like general experiences. Uh, that I enjoy more than others. Um, for example, um, I do a lot of in-person sporting events. And obviously with sporting events, there's um, a lot of people there, basically. So um, whether it be at a stadium, a like a golf tournament, whatever, basically. But um, I just enjoy people who take their time to go out of the way and make sure they get everyone. So like I've seen, like for example, some athletes I've seen just like, hey, did I get you? Did I get everyone? And then just like, make sure they got everyone then leave. Like they don't have to do that. You know, um, I'm sure they're busy. Um, most of them. So they, they got lives to do. They don't want to sit there signing autographs all day. But I mean, even though in reality it's like 10, 20 minutes of their time, you know, it's still a good amount of time. So basically I like people's like that little extra, like, Hey, dig everyone, I get everyone. And then they leave. So that's just kind of my favorite. Idea. Okay. So Troy. Well, mine, uh, mine's actually not someone, <laughs> 
uber famous. I was at uh, uh, Phoenix Comic Con a few years ago for all the Babylon 5 insanity that we were doing there. Um, I was on a few panels and then I got to go to a few panels. But um, I was at, uh, we were down in the signing area and this guy comes through the little uh, barrier, the curtains to go to where he was signing. And he comes through like pumping his arms like, oh, yeah. And so I looked over there and I went, yeah. And then I was like, oh, like I didn't know who he was. And so he was like, what the heck? And so he came over and like punched my arm a couple times. And then I went around and did something else. And I came back and there was nobody in his line, like nobody. And then I was like, I feel bad. <laughs> and so actually it was like Virgil from the WWE. Like there was nobody mm -hmm. at the time. And so I felt bad. And so I went up and I started to talk to him and uh, he signed this for me. Uh, it was David Franklin from Stargate. And what he said was, uh, to Troy, sorry I was such a disappointment. Uh, blah, blah, you, David Franklin. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. And then uh, as we were leaving the for the end of the day, the convention, um, I was crossing the street outside the convention hall, and I pushed the walk button. And I looked across the crosswalk, and there was David Franklin pushing the other walk button. And he just like sneered at me and he goes, Troy. And I go, David. And then we just walked, <laughs> walked away into the sunset. And so it was just kind of a fun interaction. And uh, he's you know, your Newman. He's my new, yeah, exactly. But it was just kind of a fun thing. And, you know, it's, it's hard to pick one, but that was, it, it was a fun experience. So I'll do an IP that's not autograph related. And I'll also do a TTM, which I, I will never forget, which, is always cracks me up. Um, the IP is uh, Chris Jericho. So uh, I went to a WWE show, got like second row seats. And I, when I go to a WWE event, especially if it's a, if it's a house show, they'll kick you out if it's like a main show. But if it's a house show, you can have as much fun as you want. So you got you got drinks, you know. So you're feeling pretty good after the drinks. And uh, I was giving everybody hell and I really ripped into Chris Jericho because he had this like sparkly persona at the time and I was just giving him shit for it. Um, pardon my French. And uh, he actually came over to me during the match and started yelling in my face for like 15 seconds. Um, he was tag teaming with like Lance Cade or something. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is awesome. So I like, you know, bantered with him back and then... Um, so, you know, he went back to wrestling after that. And I was like, okay, this is over with. That was a nice little, you know, end match argument I had with him. And actually, Finkel, Howard Finkel, who's like a legend WWE announcer, came up to me after the show and said, man, you did some real good heckling there. I was like, oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> so then I thought everything was done, right? So I'm leaving the stadium and uh, we're in line. We're, we're getting out. And all of a sudden, a car pulls off the out of the ramp from the tunnel freaking i can see his cocked up hair it's freaking chris jericho cut me off in his car as we were leaving the stadium not on purpose he didn't know it was me but it was just a coincidence so i had a very uh i don't know a couple run-ins with chris that night that were kind of fun that's um funny. so that's my ap but uh, ttm my favorite ttm story is chuck bednarik who uh is a very good ttm signer for many years and uh this one time he decided you know what i'm gonna start charging this is where this is it, boys. I've getting so many TTMs. I'm gonna charge. I'm gonna make millions of dollars off you know paying you know autograph, uh, getting my money from autographs. So uh, I sent my TTM. I think it was like one or two photos. Um, get the photos back unsigned. So I'm like, oh man, there's a letter. Not only a letter, a letter <laughs> written on the front and the back explaining to me why. I cannot have his autograph for free. <laughs> I'm wow. like, dude, this is like so much better than like a normal autograph. I have a letter from you now explaining why uh, why you can't give autographs for free. Was it handwritten or typed? Or? Um, I think I, mine was a handwritten, but his was wow. handwritten also. Yeah. That's what I meant. Like your letter, it was handwritten. Oh, yeah. Back. It was totally handwritten letter front and back. Yeah. I loved it. I got it back. I was like, this is amazing. Like this guy expected me to be like, Oh man, no autograph. I was just like, this is super unique. I love this crap, man. So that's my favorite teach. That's the one that sticks out in my mind the most.
That's a good story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, rest in peace, Chuck. Rest in peace. Yeah, he, he passed away. That famous picture of him standing over. I forget who it was. That's one of the best pictures of all time uh, NFL mm-hmm. history. Um, so I'm going to read off some uh, experiences here. There's so many. Um, so uh, Roger said he made a few custom cards for a collector that he was going to send to, I'm going to butcher the name, Borge Salming. I think uh, he got a, re- a response from Borge himself who wanted an example uh, of each card. Uh, so uh, Roger printed out 18 cards uh, for him to send to Borgi. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to make uh, sense of this. And he also made five copies uh, when he sent to a Swedish uh, women's national team. So uh, basically, he sent custom cards, and the celebrities wanted copies of this custom cards to be used back. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm getting from this, which is kind of cool. Um, and we're going to move to the next one. <laughs> um mm-hmm. So this actually is about Raymond Barry, uh, who's a very... Did he pass away? Is he still kicking? Hmm. He's a hmm. Hall of Fame football player. Anyways, he's one of the best signers uh, in football. Um, he wrote to Raymond Barry, sending just an index card. And the letter he talked about uh, his family and mentioned his two girls and their ages. Ten days later, he sends a package back with a card and a small photo signed, along with a note on the index card. Um saying when i saw that you had two little girls i had to send them something also when the package was two dvds and we've, we've seen this happen before people send and get uh, dvds and stuff back uh, extra stuff um now that would have been awesome enough but he noticed the return address sticker was his phone number um brad thought about it for a few minutes decided to call him and thank him for being so kind um says, when I uh, called, I got the answering machine, so I left a detailed message and did not leave my phone number. The next day, when I got home from work, the wife was on the phone. She frantically tried to get my attention, saying, it's Mr. Barry! Um, so he talked to Mr. Barry for over an hour and a half. Not only, not only that, but uh, we corresponded for several months afterwards. He is absolutely the nicest person I had the pleasure to talking to. Uh, and we know that, like, he signs so much stuff. He'll sign everything you send. If he's still alive, I feel yeah, bad. He's, 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 alive. he's alive. He's alive? Okay, yeah. well, he's a TTM legend. Yeah, he has over almost 200 successes on uh, Star Tiger. So Yeah, he, he's definitely a TTM legend. Um, so awesome. TTM, Brad got uh, the long shots he acquired TTM were Bart Starr on 8x10 for free, Joe Montana on a football card. I got Joe Montana on 8x10 back when I was a kid. Uh, for free, TTM. Is it real? Uh, huh? Is it real? Yeah, it matched up with the authentics. I don't remember where I sent it, but it was a long time ago. I don't know. I mean, now now they got me questioning it because like it was so long ago. I mean, I sold it like a year or two after I got it because I uh, moved and I had needed money. <laughs> the story of why everybody sells their stuff. Yeah. Um. So uh, he also got Jerry Rice on a card, no donation. Lynn Swan on an index card. Lance all uh, Lance Allworth on an index card. Uh, Staubach, I think Stacy did. Stacy get him or what? Yeah, I think Stacy did. Um, and then IP. Um, he was really into big in wrestling. Uh, in 2003, John Cena was leaving the show with the Basham brothers. Uh, he says, uh, "I mean, he was literally driving and driving away." And uh, he had his T-shirt on and looked my direction, did the world word life sign, acknowledged me. Shortly thereafter, he got out of the vehicle, made his way over to my direction and said, where my boy at? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> proceeded to grab my shirt, sign it, and leave. So uh, that's, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, I'm going to roll through these fast. The, that was the longest one. Uh, Dennis says uh, his best in person was Adam West when he was growing up. Uh, he was Batman. He's the Batman. Only one, Adam West. Mm-hmm. Um, forget all the other guys, he says. Um, he did a convention, and he got to go see him after waiting in line for about 40 minutes and paying the 35 bucks. Um, he was in front of him, told him that he was one of his lifetime heroes, or lifelong heroes, and uh, then he rocked back in his chair, looked at me in the eye, and shook my hand while thanking me. They still have the autograph picture. Yeah, it's always cool to keep those autographs from IP experiences, um, especially if you get them to put like a cool little inscription on there. Um, 
I think this guy, his name is McLeod, McLeod, maybe. <laughs> um, I can't really. Honor. Uh, I think McLeod. I'm going with McLeod. Um, his favorite TTM experience is uh, Raymond Barry. Also, Raymond Barry, man, he's racking them up. What are the chances? We get 10 responses. Two of them are Raymond Barry. <laughs> and you can't see what other people wrote. So, like, that's just a total coincidence. Raymond Barry is a good dude. Uh, he wrote him in high school, and he wrote a really long letter encouraging, encouraging him to do well in school, basically. Plus, he included, like, three extras. Biggest surprises were uh, Greg Maddox and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Hmm. Uh, Josh, uh, you guys can pipe up if you have anything to say in between these. Sorry, I feel like I'm reading a script here. Um, Josh says uh, one of his best TTM and IP experiences would have been pro wrestler Terry Funk. He's uh, really friendly and funny and writes long inscriptions when he signs. He met him IP and he signed a photo that was already signed by his brother Dory. And he has since sent a copy of the photo they took together and sign that with another great inscription. So that's nice. It's always fun to do, get a photo signed that you took with somebody. It's, yeah. uh, I've never really got into that because, you know, it's double layered. You got to meet the person like twice <laughs> or, yeah, it's kind of a layered experience. But uh, once you get it done, I bet it's pretty nice. Pretty good piece to have. Um, Eric says he has a three-way tie for super rad TTM experiences. That's not what we called it, sir. We don't use the word super rad here. We dropped that back in the 90s. Um, these are certainly not the biggest names I've reeled in. Fingers crossed on the fake, not fake Gretzky. Uh, but the response experience from them. Um, I always ask questions when I send out my requests. Um, he also adds his address, email, and phone number at the bottom just in case they need it. So uh, Jay Johnstone, Frank Ball Bowling, and Pete Ward all called him to have a chat after they received his letter. Ward wow. even said he'd go, go grab coffee uh, and chat since they live pretty close together. They haven't grabbed uh, they haven't uh, grabbed the cup of coffee yet, but it's a pretty rad off. You need to cut down on your use of the word rad. Audacious. <laughs> pretty <laughs> rad offer. Um, cool. uh, again, they realize they're not huge names, but uh, to have a former player reach out and chat is pretty awesome. Yeah, we weren't looking for big names; we were looking for cool stories, and you supplied that. So, thank you, Eric. Um, and uh, let's see, we got two more. Um, Chase says uh, he met uh, Virginia Hay uh, IP at a convention, and he was at her table looking at photos. She was very nice, telling stories about all of them. And uh, there was a photo. She said she only had two left uh, of, and there was a copy shop outside the convention center that uh, he worked for, Chase worked for. So he went and made some copies for uh, using his employee discount. <laughs> he made some good quality copies. I don't know if you should have told us that, Chase, and you're in trouble, buddy. Um, and she loved him so much. She signed all of his items for free and signed one of all of her photos and gave it to him. So that's all. That was good hookup. Uh, yeah. Going off what she said she was charging, we counted up $300 worth of autographs for $20 in photos. Wow. So that was a good score. And uh, last one is Robert, uh, IP experience. He just started collecting autographs. Uh, he, when he just started, I was just starting to collect autographs. I went to an autograph show. I arrived a day ahead of time, was eating lunch in a very crowded food court at the hotel. Two older gentlemen approached and asked if they could join me because there were no other tables. I said, sure. We ate and talked about sports. Um, as they were leaving, I asked why they were at the hotel. I told them I was there for an autograph show. One of the gentlemen opens up his case, pulls out a photo, and both of them signed it. I didn't realize he was eating. He didn't realize he was eating lunch with uh, Kier du du Duella and Gary Lockwood. I know I butchered his name, but uh, two of the gentlemen I've come to uh, the show to meet. So nice. are those football players or are those uh, Gary Lockwood's an actor. He played. He was in the Star Trek pilot, as well as other things. But I don't know. Kier Duella. I think that's how you say the other name. Hmm. So that's right. I think I had a Kier Duella autograph. So that's that's cool. That's cool to sit there and talk to him and not even know. And then like, oh, mm -hmm. that's that's a nice little surprise. Okay, so those those were fun, guys. I appreciate those responses. I the detail too. Uh, yeah, really enjoyed that. Thanks for sending um, those. In. So you guys want to know what the heck are we giving away this week? It's a good one. I'm just going to say 
It's from the Savage Library, and uh, I'm donating it to the show. It's a Magic Johnson cut uh, matted 8x10 autograph. So right there, a Magic Johnson cut 8x10 autograph uh, with photo. And uh, if you want to win that, just go to our website, click the giveaway link on the right-hand side, and answer the question. If you were a celebrity, would you sign TTM? Why or why not? So that's the question. Go answer it. We'll read some of the replies. I may not read as many next time. Uh, the personal experience tends to uh, be a little unique. So I wanted to read as many as I could, but uh, we'll read some next week uh, when you guys reply. So again, if you want to win the Magic Johnson autographed 8x10 mat piece, go to our website, autographersanonymous.com. Click on the giveaway tab, answer the question. Boom, you're entered. It's that easy. Cool. Um, and I think that's about it, fellas. Um, remember to also go to our website and click fanatic feedback to submit questions. And, uh, we'll try to answer those every show. Uh, so every two weeks we have a show just in case you didn't know. And, uh, we'll answer those questions that build up in the fanatic feedback box. And, uh, that'll be a fun little segment. Cause I, I know we had fun with that on the old autograph weekly show. And, mm -hmm. uh, there were some doozy questions that rolled in. So send us your doozies. Um, do you guys have anything to promote? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, as always, my website is at ttmautograph.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram at those addresses. My book is still available on Amazon, Autograph Collecting Secrets. And uh, yeah, that's about it. And spring training is starting, so... If you haven't already, subscribe and follow because I'm sure things will start rolling. I say it every show. Troy's book is the best uh, TTM book in the business. So if you're into TTM, uh, TTMing or uh, autographs in general, please go check it out on Amazon. It's it's great. Um, and I will promote, as always, my fabric fobs, which are pieces of celebrity clothing in a keychain on Etsy. Just uh, go to Etsy and type in fabric fobs. And um, the Savage Library on eBay, although could be a name change coming on eBay. We'll see. Uh -oh. uh, more, more to come on that later. Um, all right. Well, that's it for today. Wait, and I went, did Ben have anything? No. Nope. He said it. no. He <laughs> okay. shook his head yeah. no. Uh, I wasn't yeah. skipping him. I saw him shake Go his get Troy's no. book. Go get Zane's <laughs> eBay. Yep. <laughs> and Fabric Fobs on Etsy. And Fabric um, <laughs> So that's it. Uh, that's it for today. And uh, you take care. All of you autograph addicts.